Welcome to Word Alive. We're so glad you joined us today. We want to continue with part four of His Praise Shall Continually Be in My Mouth. And today I'd like for us to look at the subject of uh, strife as a tool of Satan. Now, if we are continually praising God at all times, we won't be in strife. You can't be in strife and continually praise God. Continually praising God will keep you from strife. But I think we need to look at uh, this a little bit today so that we can understand when we're trying to be tempted to be in strife and when the enemy tries to get us into strife so that we can walk free from that and not be uh, deceived and tripped up by Satan's attempt to get us out of the presence and the will of God. Because if you're in uh, strife, you're not in the will of God. It can't be the will of God anytime you're in strife because it's not from God. Now let's look at James chapter 3 and verse 13. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct what his works, that his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. That his works are done in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your heart, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. Now this here is saying that if you have self-seeking in your heart and strife, then what happens is it is earthly, sensual, and demonic. It doesn't come from God. It wouldn't say that, would it? Verse 16, for where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. So if you start getting confused, and then uh, you're feeling envious and and jealous and and saying, well, look at what they've got and I don't have. Uh, all these things are demonic. They're not from God. Verse 17, but the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Now, the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Now, uh, the enemy wants to get you into strife and get you on uh, that ground so that he can destroy you. He wants to steal from you. He wants to kill you. And he wants to destroy you utterly. And strife is the tool he uses. Now, this is what will happen when you have self-seeking in your heart. That means you're looking at what someone has or you're saying, I've got to have this. If I don't have this in this life, then I'm not going to be satisfied. I'm not going to be happy. But if you don't, if you have that and you uh, boast and lie against the truth, then you are deceived in the thinking that you're not in strife and you're walking in a sensual, demonic influence. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every, every evil thing are there. So if you're feeling confused, then every evil thing is involved in that. But see, what we have to look at is this, that God has never left you out of anything, and He's not going to. You've got your eyes off of God. When you are in strife, when you're in envy, when you're in jealousy, when you're in confusion, and when you're in self-seeking, you know, I've got to have this, I want this, I've got to look at what they've got. They they look better in this lifetime than I do. They have, uh, I want what they have, self-seeking. But you know, if you'll seek the will of God, then he will be wanting you to seek the best for others as well as yourself. That's what love is. He will want you 
to say, I want what's best for me and everyone else too. Not just for look at me, 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 but it's us, 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 it's them, it's them. I want what's best for them. He wants good fruits, mercy, no partiality, no hypocrisy. He said, now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Now, if you feel like you're going to get in strife with someone, you try to make peace. If there's any way possible, make peace. The fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. And if you are out here and you uh, feel like that someone wants to get in strife with you, you try to make peace with them, then you are sowing the fruit of righteousness. It's sown in peace by those who make peace. If you try to make peace. And if they don't want to make it, then you haven't done anything wrong. They're the one in the wrong, not you. They're right. And you try to do the right thing. You try to treat them right, but they won't change. They won't do anything but uh, act like the devil. But you act like God. And it's not up to you what they do. It's up to you what you do. But see, this is the thing. If our praise is continually coming out of our, out of our mouth toward God, we won't be in strife. We'll be seeking peace because we know that those that strife is going to get us out of the presence of God. We know that that strife is going to steal from us. We know that that strife is going to be something that's going to be used by Satan to destroy me and it's going to cause me harm. And I won't end up not getting the thing that I wanted, but I will end up losing that as well. That's what happens. But we don't understand it. And we don't look at that, but we need to understand that that's what he's out to do. And just because somebody else did something wrong, don't mean it gives. It doesn't mean it gives you the right to. Now I know I've done this, and a lot of times this is what will happen. And sometimes the, it'll be people that you love and that you that love you or you think love you, and uh, they will be uh, doing things that um, to let you know that they don't like what you're doing. And uh, it may be to, uh, to hurt you, but if you don't let that hurt come in and say, I'm not letting that hurt me. I'm not letting this control me. I'm not letting uh, confusion and strife and envy and all these things come in. I'm not letting that control my life. I'm letting the peace of God control my life. And I'm letting righteousness control my life. And then you watch God come in and change things and start praising him. I ask you, Father God, this is what you have to do. You have to say, I ask you, Father, to turn this around. I don't know what they're doing, but I know what I'm doing. I'm going to walk in righteousness and peace. and I'm going to make peace. I'm not going to walk in strife toward them. I'm going to tell them I love them. Then it's up to God to turn things around for you when you don't walk in. Uh, but if you start walking like Satan and acting like him, then you'll get Satan's reward. And what did he get? He got kicked out of heaven. He ended up without anything except evil, and then he's going to end up in the lake of fire because of it. But you know, that's exactly what he wants you to have. It's what he's got. And God wants you to have exactly what he's got, and that is everything that you'll ever need at your disposal. But we have to keep praising God and not let strife in. Strife is to stop the praise of God from coming from your mouth. And you can't praise God and be in strife at the same time. You can't do it. Try it. If, it. if you get into strife and you don't get things right, and uh, then you'll uh, not have fellowship with God anymore. It's what he's wanting to have. So he can, if he can get you out of fellowship with God, if that's what Satan can do, then he can come in and cause havoc in your life.
Amen. That's what he does. That's his tool. That's what he does. That's how he works. You have to recognize that. And I'll admonish you to do this. If strife starts to try to creep in, I want you to get out Psalm 37 and start reading the whole thing. Read the whole thing. Psalm 37. When it tries to start popping its little head up, get Psalm 37 out and start looking at it, reading it, speaking it forth out of your mouth. And watch strife start falling down into the ground and it will not have any more power over you and start praising God. So I'm not allowing strife. Uh-uh, no, no, no. I will not allow that. I will only allow righteousness, peace, and joy. The I am seeking to sow the fruit of righteousness by seeking peace and I'm making peace. Amen. Let's look at some of Psalm 37. I don't have time to read the whole thing today. But if we'll look at some of it, this will give you a better understanding of what we need to do. And this, and, and if you'll uh, look at the New King James Version, the headline here is the, is the heritage of the righteous and the calamity of the wicked. And he can walk after righteousness after he said here, the fruit of righteousness is on in peace. Or he can walk after strife and then you'll get the reward of the wicked. Psalm 37 verse 1. Do not fret because of evildoers nor be envious of the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Now what does dwell in the land mean? That means that if you dwell in the land, that means that you're continually in his presence. That you're in continual fellowship with him. That is dwelling in the land. Amen. And then you feed on his faithfulness. My father God's faithful. I don't care what these other people are doing and what they have. I'm depending on God only. Amen. Now, verse 4, delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. If you delight in him, what does it say? Seek all these things, get into strife, get into self-seeking. If I've got to have this, I've got to have that. It's the only thing that's going to make me happy. I've got to have this. If I don't, I'm going to get it any way I can. I don't care who I have to hurt to get it. I don't care how to treat who I have to treat badly to get this. No, then uh, you will reap that reward. But you say if uh, verse 4, now if, you, if you'll look at this and dwell in this, dwell in the land is to delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Verse 5, commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. He'll bring it to pass. He will give you the desires of your heart if you just delight yourself in him. And to delight yourself in him is to love him with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength. Your whole being is, is in love with God himself. And you love him more than you love anything or anyone. You don't care about the things of this world more than you care about him. You delight yourself in the Lord. Then he gives you the desires of your heart. I've seen him bring it to pass in my life because of me just loving him. And I've had him to say, Ricky, I'm giving you the desire of your heart. And I, you know, I didn't even ask him for it. He just gave it to me because he loves me. And he's seen how much I love him. And he's going, you know, I know you love me more than you love anything else. And I'm just giving you this because I love you. I've seen him do it more than once, but he'll keep doing it because when I delight myself in him and, and he's more important to me than anything else, then 
then I know that he will bring everything to pass in my life that he wants to be come to pass in my life. And he will give you the desires in your heart of what he wants you to have, and then he'll bring them to pass because those are the good and pleasant things that he wants for you. Let's look at verse 6. He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. When you delight yourself in him and not in strife. Verse 7. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Now this is the thing we don't do sometimes. We don't wait patiently for him. But you know what will happen? If you will uh, dwell on his faithfulness and rest in the Lord and delight yourself in him and then wait patiently for him. He will bring it to pass. But what happens is when you'll get your eyes off of him sometimes and start seeking the thing, well, where's that thing at? No, rest yourself in him and he'll bring the thing to you. Amen. Verse 7, do not fret because of him who prospers in his way because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret, it only causes harm. For evil, evil doors shall be cut off but those who wait on the Lord shall inherit the earth. Now he's saying evildoers, if you get your eyes off of him and start going out here and doing evil and start seeking the thing, like it said in uh, James chapter 3, then what happens is you become an evildoer and then you're cut off and then that's what the enemy wants, to cut you off. This is the, the tool of the enemy, to cut you off from the blessing of the Lord so that you shall not inherit your own blessing. Verse 10, Yet for a little while, and the wicked will, shall be no more. Indeed, you shall look carefully for his place, but it shall be no more. But the meek shall inherit the earth, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. The wicked plots against the just, and gnashes his teeth at him. The Lord laughs at him, for he sees that his day is coming. Now, I've seen this happen. Now, I've been on different the situations because of me being a Christian and trying to walk in righteousness and do the right thing. I've seen people gnash their teeth at me. I've seen people uh, do things against me that because I was a Christian, because they didn't like what I was doing, because uh, darkness hates light. They can't stand it because they're going, you know, he, he uh, he's doing the right thing and I'm not and I can't stand it and I can't stand to be around him because of I'm convicted of my sins all the time. But you know what happens is the wicked plots against you and gnashes his teeth at you. But the Lord laughs at him and says, his day's coming. Just wait and see. You're going to see it. And I've seen it come to pass. I've seen some people that uh, did some things that they weren't supposed to do. And you pray for them and you try to walk in love toward them. You may not like what they do. But then uh, let God take care of them and say, I'm not getting a strife with them. I am not getting a strife with them. The Lord will take care of it. You turn it over to him. Amen. That's what he said. Just turn it over to God and say, Father God, I pray for them. I ask you that you open up their eyes so that they can see the truth. And I'm letting you take care of this. I'm not getting a strife with them because that won't help anything. The only thing that's going to help is for me to walk in righteousness and peace and try to make peace with them. And then love them and love on them and let you take care of the rest. Amen. Now let's go down to verse 38. But the transgressors shall be destroyed together. The future of the wicked shall be cut off. But the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their strength in the time of trouble. And the Lord shall help them and deliver them. He shall deliver them from the wicked and save them because they trust in him. 
Now, why would you want to get in strife when you know that the Lord will help you and deliver you and deliver you from the wicked and save you from that troll because you trust in him? <laughs> if we keep the praise of God in our mouth and on our lips and don't yield to strife and keep the praise of God on our lips at all times, then the love of God will rise up in us instead of strife. And then what happens is the Lord will help you and deliver you and keep you from the wicked and save you because you have trusted in him. Amen. Is that not awesome? See, that's the way we have to do things. We can't walk in strife and expect to have the blessings of God in our life. But if you, but I admonish you to take Psalm 37 and read that and go, that's the way this works. Take your time to read it. Don't let confusion in. Say, confusion, you have to go. I'm not walking in confusion. I'm not, walking in, I'm not going to walk in strife. I'm not going to walk in hate. I'm gonna, only going to walk in love. And then watch all these other things that people are trying to come against you and walk against you and come against your life and against your belief in God. Then what will happen is you'll see that start to change and then uh, and start uh Telling them how much God loves them. Watch them start changing. That's what happens. But if you get in strife with them, it won't help anything, will it? Well, I hope you have enjoyed this message today. I, I think it's one of the most important messages that you could ever hear is to keep the praise of God continually on our lips instead of uh, deceit and evil and strife. I believe that it, that the Word of God will come alive in your heart, that the Word of God will be your light and your guide, and that love will be your peace and your joy, and that God will bring everything to pass in your life that He wants to come to pass in your life, and He will give you the desires of your heart and bring those to pass as you keep your eyes upon Him and continually praise Him. Thank you for joining us today. We love you. God bless you. If you would like to support our ministry, you can become a partner by clicking the support link in the description. You can also give by going to our website, wacba.org, and clicking on the giving tab. Thank you so much for supporting us to help us send the gospel around the world through our podcast. We pray God's blessings be upon you abundantly, and we thank you so much in Jesus' name.